Let's get ready to rumble! Brandon Lewis here with the 10 Con Big 7 Weekend Update, bringing you the news that the left-leaning media outlets, the corporately funded behemoths, and the rhino establishment leadership wishes I wouldn't bring. We have got stories about a new attack on Tennessee's Human Life Protection Act. Is this coming from Republicans again this time? Or is this something else? Who knows? I'll tell you about it in a minute. Tennessee special session bills expected to revive in 2024. Okay, like 2020, this is like the, the, the night of the living dead. Like these things just won't die. We're going to talk about Shelby County GOP leadership deciding that you don't need to know if your school board member is a Republican or a Democrat. They want to keep you in the dark, and they did so with a secret ballot. That sounds above board. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee employees fired over vaccine mandate file lawsuit in federal court. I hope they get a bunch of money. Doctor addresses Hamilton County Commission regarding unavoidably, bleep, 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 unavoidably unsafe medical decisions. The ghost of Porky Pig does occasionally rear his ugly head. Um, Wilson County a school board votes to keep pornographic material in school libraries, adds books to mature reading lists. That's great. We'll, we'll take the, the Bible and prayer out of schools and we'll put some porn in, says the Wilson County School Board. Liberal uh, Chattanooga Mayor Tim Kelly, six re-election in 2025. I can't wait. Can we run Chattanooga any further into the ground from a crime and a quality of life standpoint? Yes, we can. All right, guys, before we get into these wonderful news nuggets, I must inform you that we are about to close registration for the Conservative Candidates Academy. Now listen, if you have been sitting on the fence and you think you may run for office somewhere in the near future, you are a fool not to attend this event. And if you think, well, I don't have the time and the money. Well, if you don't have the time and the money, don't run for office because it's going to cost you a lot of time and money. And it is better to spend that time and money when you're running for office actually knowing what you're doing so that you might have a chance of winning. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about at the Conservative Candidates Academy, and that is uh, not this weekend, but the next, September 23rd in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, lots of parking. There will be fun and fellowships. we got a good crowd already built up, but I'd like to make it a little bit bigger, uh, and I know that many of these people will go on to serve, and hopefully with conservative distinction. We will talk about social media targeting. We will discuss general strategy, fundraising, which is critically important, direct mail. We're going to talk about canvassing voter database management, all the things that you need to know. ConservativeCandidatesAcademy.com, ConservativeCandidatesAcademy.com. Do uh, share that link all over social media. Send it to anybody that you think might need to know what's going on. All right, guys, we got something in the mailbag here. Here we go. I'm going to read this puppy. <clears throat> Dear Brandon, I wish I had something profound, clever, and or extraordinary to say that will be profoundly encouraging and deeply meaningful to you, but alas, all I got is a plain, old, genuine, heartfelt thank you. Thank you. For all the late nights, sleepless nights, and lost sleep, thank you for all uh, the time away from family and friends, for you graciously putting up with having to listen to ignorant people babble uh, about the purported uh, revolutionary uh, and the unnecessary, disrespectful, oftentimes hateful emails. I do get those. I do get those. I got one today. And my common refrain, <laughs> and Jason's common refrain is, there's an unsubscribe uh, button at the bottom of your email. You feel free to press it. Or as William F. Buckley used to say, cancel your own GD subscription. I don't believe in using that language, but that's what William F. Buckley of National Review used to say. Uh, back to the note. 
for having to act in nice when uh, you'd rather hit someone eating crappy food on the fly at odd times or not. But most of all, thank you for staying the course when you want to give up uh, being a beacon of truth in a sea of dishonesty, corruption, and confusing. I could read on, uh, but thank you, Tracy. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you sending this. Uh, often these kind words are what keep me going. I ain't going to lie because it ain't the money because I don't get paid. <laughs> so, thank you for sending that, Tracy. That's from the mailbag. Guys, do go subscribe to our free daily e-newsletter. And you can do that by texting NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600. Text the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, Two four two three two zero five fifty six hundred. You can follow us on the social media platforms where we have yet to be shadow banned, and those are Twitter, Gab, Getter, Truth, MeWe, and Rumble. Ye old Facebook boy, they hate our guts and they barely show anybody anything. So if that's the only platform you follow us on, then you are in the wrong spot. Get on over to Twitter where all of the uh, General Assembly critters and all of the Democrats who want to ruin our state seem to hang out. So come join me uh, at Twitter and hit the follow button. Search for Tennessee Conservative News. First story. A new attack on Tennessee's Human Life Protection Act. Two doctors and three women filed a lawsuit against Tennessee's abortion law, arguing it uh, prevents the implementation of life-saving medical care. At the first challenge to Tennessee's strict abortion ban since a narrow exception bill passed the state legislature earlier this year, the exception law allows physicians to perform abortions in medical emergencies like molar or ectopic pregnancies to remove a miscarriage, save the mother's life, will prevent serious risk of substantial and irreversible impairment of major bodily functions of the pregnant woman. The suit argues that the exceptions passed aren't clear enough, creating a, quote, pervasive fear and uncertainty throughout the medical community, the, uh, <laughs> throughout the medical community, throughout the, uh, abortion industry in Tennessee. It, it was probably more accurate. The abortion lawsuit filed Monday is supported by the Center for Reproductive Rights, uh, you know, because the center of baby killers was was not a very good PC uh, term, and they thought that would hurt fundraising, so they went for Center for Reproductive Rights. An out-of-state organization, which has filed similar cases in other states, Tennessee Right to Life continues to express their support of the law. Since the law went into effect, an estimated 10,000 lives have been saved from abortion in our state, and the state law is clear in its intent and constitutional in its application. Let's hope that that doesn't make it anywhere, although we have some really liberal judges, you know, like Judge Ronnie Greer and a few others, uh, and if, if they can find some way to do something detrimental to kids, they're going to rule that way. So let's hope, uh, let's hope nobody like that gets a hold of it, although they may. Next story, Tennessee special session bills expected to revive in 2024. Oh, everybody's so excited. A measure by House Speaker Cameron Sexton, Sexton, designed to stiffen sentences for serious juvenile crimes, is one of several bills expected to be revived in 2024 after dying in special session. Sexton's bill passed 64-4 when Democrats walked out in protest after Sexton silenced Representative Justin Jones of Nashville for speaking off-topic too many times. Which goes to show you, everything wrong in this state falls at the feet of the GOP because when the Democrats walk out the door... They don't need them for a quorum or to conduct business. So when anybody ever blames the Democrats for problems in our state, you know that that is untrue. Another bill involves a gun storage requirement. Democrat Representative Caleb Hemmer is working on a revised version of the bill that would allow cities to set their own regulations uh, within the confines of state law, which means that anybody that lives in a a city with a uh, liberal city council like Chattanooga or Knoxville 
or Memphis or probably even places like Murfreesboro, you, you, it's going to be onerous. So hopefully this thing doesn't get anywhere. We know how that goes. Well, but for those of us who lived in metro areas during the pandemic, uh, we know we know what happens uh, to freedoms and to constitutional rights uh, when uh, Democrats are in charge. Another uh, bill, uh, Senator Sarah, uh, Sen- Senator Farrell Hale, Farrell. That is an unusual name. I don't believe I'd have kept that one. It's set to renew a bill requiring health care officials to notify law enforcement when they hear a credible threat of mass violence and to make those types of threats a felony. I don't agree with this. Threats should not be a felony. Somebody, you know, has, a, has too many beers and they're with a buddy and one of them says, I'm going to kill you for that. Well, is he going to kill you or is that just rhetorical? Who knows? And I would not want the state of Tennessee to be the person to judge it. That's just me. But Farrell Hale and a lot of those senators, they're really uh, big fans of, of pissing, excuse my language, all over the First Amendment. Uh, we got lots of rhinos that would, would love nothing more uh, than to find a thousand different ways to silence and shut up uh, different views that they disagree with. They're working on it all the time. A bill by House Majority Leader William Lambert uh, regarding uh, the closing of a child autopsy reports was passed in the special session 86-0, and it's expected to be brought back. The bill exempts autopsy reports on minors who are victims of violent crimes from the state's public record laws. I don't know if that's a good bill or not. It would have allowed parents or legal guardians to approve the releases of those records. I don't know. I'm kind of indecided about that. Undecided, rather. Another bill by Republican Gino Bulso is also expected to be renewed in 2024. The bill requires schools to install alarms with strobe lights and sound systems to disorient potential shooters. Sounds like a good idea to me. Senator Todd Gardenhire, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, predicts nearly uh, every bill the House passed in the special session will arise again next year and, quote, probably with the same result. (laughs) Oh, Todd. It's good. That one thing about Todd, he is consistently a jackass to uh, constituents and political opponents and colleagues. So that is one thing uh, we're getting there. Uh, But at least the Senate will have time to discuss bills, take testimony, and quote-unquote vet legislation, said Gardenhire. Well, you know, that's what you get when people like Jeremy Faison uh, pick a fight with the other chamber. What do you expect? (laughs) You expect? You think that builds bridges, buddy? It does not. Guys, somebody sent me uh, an email recently, <clears throat> or is it a text message? Somebody sent me a text message here recently and said, is the Mill Creek View podcast legitimate? That's what they said. Is it legitimate? Somebody just wanted to know. Conservatives are very untrusting. And, you know, if you go through life long enough, you can realize probably why. And I said, Steve Abramowitz is one of the few people in the state of Tennessee that actually reports on interviews, brings information to people about state issues from a conservative perspective. And we have so few of us. Me, Gary Humble, T- Tennessee Stands, uh, Bobby Petray does a good job with her e-newsletter. Uh, I'm going to leave people out and everybody's going to get mad. Um, the, you see the, the Tennessee Christians, I'm going to mess that up, uh, uh, conservative Christians, uh, we've got a few folks that, that do radio shows uh, around, like Maisel Duncan, um, that I recently was on a, on a show for, uh, the Tennessee Stands podcast, Freedom Matters podcast, and there are some others. There are some others. Um, in in uh, Americans for Prosperity, Tory Venable, uh, sometimes people get mad because I, I mention them as well, but yeah, 
I'm sorry. They're 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 with me 90% of the time um, nationally, and they're with me almost 100% of the time on the state stuff. So I, we we don't have enough uh, people that are really conservative in the state to quibble or squabble among ourselves. Okay, it's like a lot of rhinos and a few informed conservatives that are active, and then everybody else is kind of politically ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> of what's going on, and they just kind of vote out of a sense of civic obligation. Steve, this is the worst live read ever. I'm so sorry. But back to my point, Steve does a good job. He does, and I hope he does it for a long time. Uh, and he is the creator and developer of the Mill Creek View podcast. So type in Mill, M-I-L-L, Creek View Podcast, Tennessee, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, season one of the Mill Creek View CEO special is out. You can see it on YouTube, Rumble, anywhere you get it. A new episode comes out every Monday at 9 a.m. where Steve interviews great American business owners doing good work if you're interested in getting caught up in Florida uh, or in Washington State. You can tune in to um, Kat Stancil and Vincent Cavallari, respectively, to keep up with that. But Mill Creek View, Tennessee still remains my favorite podcast, so do go support our friend Steve. He is super conservative, and yes, he is. Legitimate. <clears throat> Shelby County GOP leadership. It's almost like GOP leadership is like a code word for rhino. <laughs> In most instances. I mean, there's a few, but boy, it's more rhino than it is uh, conservative. Says no to partisan school board races and secret ballot. Our source told us that it was, quote, clear from the first five minutes that it was scripted event meant to do one thing, and that's keep partisan school board elections from taking place in Shelby County. A leaked resolution from Shelby County Republican Party CEC alarmed Shelby County conservatives as the document stated clearly that Republican leadership intended to reverse the August resolution as it pertained to school boards. Why would true conservative Republicans not want you to know if someone was a bona fide Republican or adhered to conservative values when they are managing the largest uh, piece of the budget for your county government. Why would you want to be kept in the dark about that? little piece of very important information. This stinks to high heavens. <laughs> the morning of the meeting last Thursday, Terry Rowland, District 29, Tennessee Republican Party State Executive Committeeman, went on the radio to say that he would get uh, the six municipal school districts to sue the county GOP if they voted for partisan elections. This sounds like a guy that needs to be... We need a different guy other than, than Terry Rowland. Somebody needs to probably run against him like a real conservative. About 100 people, many in support of partisan elections, showed up for the CEC meeting on Thursday night where Germantown law enforcement were in attendance for crowd control. Rowland again threatened a lawsuit aimed at everyone in the room and claimed that partisan school board elections would not be legal in Shelby County. Harumph, harumph. I don't know what noise a rhino makes, but I imagine that's, that's what it was. I need to find out rhino noises. We need that. Jason, can you, can you send me an MP3 of some rhino noises? We need to work that into the, work that into the Big Seven here. Currently, Shelby County is the only Tennessee county out of 95 to have made the decision not to allow partisan school board elections is because their CEC is apparently full of rhinos. Y'all need to clean house over in Shelby County. 
Many who attended the Thursday night meeting came prepared to speak, including members of Shelby County's Locals Mom for Liberty Chapter and Conservative Women of Collierville. They did not get the opportunity to make their case for school board primaries. Carrie Vaughn, Shelby County GOP chairman, limited debate to four speakers from each side, after which he adjourned to go to an executive meeting where the vote was taken secretly. Why would you take a vote like this secretly? Why would anybody vote for anyone on this uh, committee if they want to do things secretly that are probably not the will of the Republicans? Guys, you all need to clean house. All these guys need to go. You all need to do what they did in Williamson County. You just have a big rhino hunt, throw them all out into the land of political obscurity. According to sources, Vaughn invited specific guests to speak for as long as they wished. These speakers representative nonpartisan supporters, even State Senator Brent Trailer, who wished to speak in support of primaries at the school board level, was prevented from entering by a security guard. Nice. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee employees fired over vaccine mandate file lawsuit in federal court. Every time I drive by the Blue Cross Blue Shield building in Chattanooga, I look up at that thing and I'm like, that looks like a den of vipers. Anybody that would mistreat their employees the way that they did during the pandemic, I wouldn't work for a place like that. A group of employees terminated by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee over a title VII violation, I guess that's seven, regarding religious discrimination, religious discrimination pertaining to COVID-19 vaccine mandate has obtained legal representation and has now filed a lawsuit in federal court. A spokesperson for the group says that after a lengthy investigation process by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission since November of 2021, the terminated employees have received their right to sue letters and have filed a class action suit in federal court. I hope some of these corporations get their keisters sued off of them, and I'd love to see the day when there is some political comeuppance for everybody that was involved in all this mess way back when. I'll get into that just here in a second when we get to the end of this article. I'm going to tell you what I really think. As if I ever do anything else. A spokesperson uh, for the group said that between October and November of 2021, Blue Cross Blue Shield terminated 41 of their employees after Blue Cross Blue Shield implemented a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for 900 customer-facing roles. Many of these 900 employees uh, were not customer-facing, were full-time telecommuters who had been working from home during the entire pandemic. I can't believe... Only 41 people out of 900 stood up because you know that a good 400 of those people probably just did it but didn't want to. That's that's the kind of uh, pervasive, in my opinion, kind of what I would refer to as social cowardice that just runs through the American DNA now. And I don't think it was like that 20, 30 years ago. It certainly wasn't like that at the nation's founding. We've just lost our grit as Americans, and we've lost our desire for freedom because we've lived in comfort for so long. The livelihoods of these 900 employees was threatened if they refused to comply with Blue Cross Blue Shield's vaccine mandates. Out of 941 refused to comply and were fired from their position. Some have yet to secure employment. October 21... Uh, 2021, 19 employees were terminated. In November 2021, 22 additional employees were fired weeks ahead of the Tennessee law being passed to prevent Blue Cross Shield from moving forward with the mandate. If our uh, Republicans would would quit discriminating in this state, Republican leadership would quit discriminating against unvaccinated people, 
uh, in a way that no other class of people is discriminated against in this state. I mean, you can't, no other class of people gets treated the way the unvaccinated do. It, it's just a health decision, right? And, and I would ask people, how many folks here, somebody that's unvaccinated, you ever caught something from? No, they're always, oh, we got this stuff, we got that stuff, we got this. I mean, my two kids are unvaccinated. They're healthy as horses. They're just fine. They're just fine. Many submitted requests for religious exemptions and reasonable accommodations rather than provide a reasonable accommodation such as a telecommuting option for the love of Pete. These people are working at home. An option that was currently in place and was continuing for the entire year or a testing option, Blue Cross Blue Shield, response was that you got 30 days to change your deeply held convictions or we're going to fire you and kiss our butt and we don't care what you've done for the company because we are an evil corporation that runs a monopoly in the state of Tennessee with a bunch of government-backed-up stuff. Now, here recently, we have had people, I've watched people like Representative Jeremy Faison and Representative uh, Jason Zachary get all kind of mad uh, at constituents who were concerned about mask mandates, forced vaccination, lockdowns, etc. And they act as if we don't have any reason to be worried about it, yet they were in the leadership and in the House when they trampled our constitutional rights and failed to stand up to Bill Lee. The reason people don't trust Republican leadership is because they failed us so miserably during that experiment, during that test. They broke their oaths of office. They are liars. And when you lie... And when you economically damage people and when you take away their rights for an extended period of time, they don't trust you. When you fail the conservative convictions test so epically that it results in that kind of devastation, why would you expect people to trust you? Well, I only hit her once. I mean, that's the reason people don't trust you. Because typically people are more likely to repeat their past behaviors. Not not repeat them. I think anybody that had a hand in that, that didn't stand up, that didn't jump up and down, should, should be cast out. Further, all the Republican leadership, Bill Lee's bootlickers up there in Nashville, they want to uh, tout all the stuff that they did. And they do it in misleading ways. Like right now, if somebody wants to force you to be vaccinated for 15 different things for employment, they can. They can. we still got all kind of weird laws on the books. Right now, Bill Lee's still got his emergency powers. If he wants to again uh, abuse his executive privilege, you can rest assured uh, we don't have the courage or conviction in the legislature to stand up to him again. They didn't stand up the first time. They still haven't repealed his emergency powers. Still. It's amazing. It really is. And they wonder why people don't trust him. It's because there's not a whole lot of evidence to trust. There's like a lot more evidence to not trust. So if you want to get people's trust back as a conservative Republican, how about we start tackling some of these freaking tough issues? Illegal immigration school choice, medical freedom, quit giving all these millionaires and billionaires millions and billions of corporate welfare at the taxpayers' expense, 
clean up this lobbying corruption where you've got people related to and sleeping with folks up in Nashville that are in elected office in order to fleece the public for corporate welfare. It's all unethical. That's why people don't trust you. That's why they have... (laughs) I'm getting on a little rip here. I'll get back to the news. So there is this... uh, What is it? I don't know. I don't want to even say it because I can't... I don't remember the name of the organization. I'll leave it alone. Okay, I'll just say this. You'll figure it out who it is. So there's this like fake grassroots conservative organization that has recently been spun up and it just tickles me. And they they award people like Jack Johnson, uh, you know, Captain, don't call it a red flag law because it won't get passed. Let's call it something else. Let's market it different. Yeah, king of the gas tax, William Lambert, let's let illegal immigrants be uh, police officers. They want to give them these like wrestling belts. I don't know. Conservative legislators of the year, right out of the right out of the gate, they are the quote unquote Tennessee's largest grassroots organization. I, I, I doubt that. And then the individuals that support the organization also have connections of of getting a lot of COVID money and not delivering stuff and not paying people. And it's because the Republican leadership has gotten so much pushback from every grassroots organization and all of the real true conservative Republican Party chairmen in the state, the real conservatives, not the Shelby counties of the world. And there's nowhere they can there's nowhere they can go for cover except maybe the lobbyists and the corporations. Because the Republicans are sick and tired of this crap. So they're having to spin up fake organizations to pretend like they're doing well and, and, and that their policy lines up with conservative values, which it doesn't. This is just, it's all a symptom. It, it's all a symptom of their lack of sticking to the platform and the lack of honesty. That's why there's no H in Rhino, because the H is silent because it stands for honesty. Next story. Doctor addresses Hamilton County Commission regarding unavoidably unsafe medical decisions. Dr. Keith Dressler addressed the Hamilton County Commission on choice in healthcare decisions recently, likening cigarettes to certain medical choices. Dressler said, quote, This pack of cigarettes, they're unavoidably unsafe. Why are they unsafe? Because they contain toxins and poisons, and a percentage of people will develop health issues who smoke them as a percentage of people will not. But we're given a choice if we want to smoke it or not. Dressler continued, in 1986, the Reagan administration gave vaccine manufacturers total immunity from liability for any harm done by the vaccines. Why was the immunity given to the vaccine manufacturers? Because the vaccine manufacturers told the Reagan administration that all vaccines were, quote, unavoidably unsafe. Why were they unavoidably unsafe? Because vaccines contain toxins and poisons. I just saw something recently posted about the just the amazing rise of autism in our in our country and in our state. And this is something that John F. Kennedy Jr., hopefully I'm getting his name right, I don't keep up with national politics, much less Democrat politics, has been castigated by both sides, both uh, both the rhino rhinos that are in bed with Big Pharma and of course the Democrats because you know the state and the corporations are one. For talking about this and 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 the the likely relationship between this massive 
increase in the amount of vaccines that we give people with these quote-unquote unavoidably unsafe things in them to kids. Like you, you put a bunch of chemicals and metals and crap like that into the human body and, and, and there's no money out there to really like study what it's doing to people and there's no economic incentive to do that because the, the vaccine companies desperately want to sell vaccines. And even general care providers and pediatricians, like that is a, you get rid of all this, bring your kids in every three days to get, get a needle in their arm business. Like it, it, it takes a lot of money out of people's pockets, right? You know, like they, I'm sure if, like, when they finally found out that bleeding <laughs> was not very helpful in America, I'm sure there were a lot of people that, that used to bleed folks, probably to death, that were kind of upset about it because that's their stock and trade. It's the same thing that happened with, uh, with, with birthing, right? All the doctors came back from World War II. Too many doctors, not enough patients. What are we going to get into? Birthing. We're going to start doing it at a hospital. We're going to breeze in for two minutes, let the nurses deliver the baby. I'm going to look at it and go back out to the golf course. Things change, right? Things change. That's, that's why they, you know, they demonize midwives, Tried to, they have all kinds of laws in Tennessee about whether you can have a birth at home or if you can use a midwife, and it's all to protect the corporations. It's not, it's not for the benefit of the consumer or the voter. Dressler went on to say that when he was a child, there were only three vaccines on the childhood vaccine schedule compared to today. There are around 90. Dressler said, quote, I don't think anyone in the right mind would think that 90 vaccines deemed unavoidably unsafe by manufacturers themselves should be required to attend Hamilton County schools, work for Hamilton County, or whatever. It should be a choice, just like cigarettes are a choice. That's a good analogy. The enactment of the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act removed liability for pharmaceutical companies that produce vaccines, also shielding doctors and other administrators of vaccines from civil liability in the case of malpractice if it led to injury or death. Who wouldn't want that? Who, who, who and why gets that kind of protection? I'm going to create this product. It may blow up and kill, kill your family. <laughs> can, I get, can, I get a, can I get a pass on that? This thing is unavoidably unsafe. Can I, can I get that? And 20, a 2011 Supreme Court ruling uh, further removed incentives for vaccine manufacturers to improve the safety of their products despite the pleas from parent and consumer groups for the justices to keep some legal accountability for pharmaceutical companies who manufacture vaccines the majority of the court's 62 decisions sided with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and medical trade groups. Amazing. Guys, listen here. Listen here. This thing does not run on, uh, on rainbows and buttercups. Like, we spend a lot of money. We do here at the Tennessee Conservative. Uh, on writing articles, spending money on social media, software applications. I have to travel occasionally. That's the only money I've ever taken. Uh, promoting things. It's just expensive. I would get nickeled and dimed to death. And our bank balance just stays where it is. It's never grown. Uh, it, it, we just got a kind of safety net in there, and I'll leave it all in there, okay? And that's it. We need your help. We need your help. Why do conservative, or rather, why do liberal corporations control uh, all the politics in our state on both the Republican and the Democrat side? Because conservative Christians set it home with their wallet. That's why we only have one conservative media outlet. That's why, you know, I kept wondering, why aren't there more conservative media outlets as I enter into my third year this October? 
Because conservatives don't give. we got to change that. Please do go to conservative, uh, TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. And when you do, if you give any amount, any amount whatsoever, we will send you this Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. We will also send you this. Sorry, it's a double. Stop feeding the rhinos bumper sticker. We need to quit feeding those rhinos. They are fat and happy enough. If you give $50 or more a recurring donation, which we desperately need, those recurring donations are really what keep us afloat, we will send you this. I think we're going to go back to this one. Proud Tennessee Conservative Tumblr, and we will send you this Proud Tennessee Conservative koozie, both of which are made of space-age materials uh, that are indestructible. They are, unless you do something to them, and that's on you. So go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and do donate and help us. You can also mail checks. Buddy, I'll take them. You can mail checks to P.O. Box 625. P.O. Box 625. The old mailbox has been a little light here lately. We could You could use a little little kick in the pants financially. Uh, P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. That's Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. P.O. Box 625. Okay. On with the show. And, by the way, if you have failed to get your hands on one of these, you need it. Man, I can. we've had tens of thousands of people download this puppy, and I'm excited about it. Rhino Report, here it is, 2023, baby. It's got the worst, it's got the best, it's got a vote-by-vote, play-by-play. You need this. You need this in your community, especially if you're involved in Patriot or grassroots groups. And there's also a link in there to this one, which is the 2022 Rhino Report. And in order to vote uh, with knowledge and not ignorance, you have to know what happened in the 2022 and the 2023 and later the 2024 uh, legislative cycle as you go to vote for your state reps and senators. And if you see that people are rhinos, you need to not vote for them. And you need to help whoever is running against them. That is my opinion. That is my First Amendment right as a journalist. Vote them out. Next story. Williamson. What is it? I mean, I believe that the ghost of Porky Pig is haunting me. I don't know what I did. Maybe I ate too much bacon for breakfast. Wilson County School Board votes to keep pornographic material in school libraries. Well, why not? Adds books to mature reading list instead. People, (laughs) every time I drive past a public school, having this job just makes me look at it completely different. Completely different. I mean, I, I had some opinions and some thoughts in general, which is why we sent our child to a private school, a little private Christian school where we spend half as much as the state of Tennessee spends and the class size is smaller and the service is better and the academics are higher and and our kids are excelling and doing well. It's a shame that we can't just take the money and give it to people so they can go do what they want to with it because the the free market is so much better at doing complicated things with better service than the government. And while rhinos act as if that's not the case, and Democrats, it is beyond me, but every time I drive past the school now, after having to report on this kind of crap over and over and over again, it makes me worry. It makes me worry. An ad hoc citizen group in Wilson County, We the People, has been working to remove books containing borderline pornographic material from Wilson County Public School Libraries. However, the group is only allowed to, quote-unquote, contest two publications per month, 
which makes the process quite slow. This month's spotlight landed uh, on Kingdom of Ash and House of Earth and Blood, a couple of books written by fantasy author Sarah J. Mass. Uh, works, both works have been given a, quote, not for minors rating on booklooks.org for containing obscene, explicit sexual activities and sexual nudity, mild and frequent excessive profanity, violence, graphic violence, along with alcohol and drug use. Now, why wouldn't kids need to immerse themselves in that to get a good, well-rounded education? Can't teach them to read, can't teach them to write, but they're going to have all this free time to get into this business, I suppose. According to our source, the mature reading list that these books were put on is something that parents must purposely opt in for at the beginning of their child's school year. (laughs) This is so funny to me. Where are the dirty books? You go to the library, right? You get your public school library. My mama signed me up for that mature reading list. Where are the dirty books? Well, they're back here. They're back here. It's kind of like it's kind of like the room you couldn't go in <laughs> back when they ran uh, uh, independent video rental stores. There was always the 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 regular rental section, and then back behind some kind of curtain were all the dirty movies that you could rent. And I guess that's what public schools are going to have to start doing in Tennessee is we're going to have to have a dirty book section uh, for liberals and for uh, school board members to send kids into. This is great. The source stated, quote, given how busy most parents are and given the lack of communication most teenagers prefer, I can see a lot of folks just checking off boxes in a hurry and not investigating exactly what's on the mature reading list. As far as the citizen group has been able to find out, there does not seem to be a specific age criteria for who can access the books on the mature reading list. This presents the possibility that even a 14-year-old high school freshman could be considered mature enough to check out these materials in their school library. Earlier this year, Representative Susan Lynn called out similar material available in Wilson County schools and encouraged the school board to remove it. One Wilson County resident, Ken Hood, requested more information on the situation, and County School Board member Jamie Farrow responded via email stating that, quote, Governor Lee and the 111th General Assembly increased funding for Tennessee Reads in 2020. This would mean the state lawmakers and the governor increased funding for an organization that not only provides students with the publications Representative Lynn was concerned about, but also offers other questionable books that Wilson County Board has removed, considered removing in the past, which is just... That's just Bill Lee. He's a Southern Democrat, probably trending trending toward uh, lib- you know just 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 good old corporate liberalism, and that's why you see people like Penny Schwinn, who just left, um, and then you see that the, the Department of Education hiring people that are just completely immersed and steeped in uh, anti-racism and DEI, Marxism, critical theory. Like we're just staffing our institutions with this in Tennessee, and then we wonder why we turn out an educational product that is utter garbage considering the amount of money we spend per pupil every year. It's because we don't have conservative leadership at any level of government. Not at the top. Last Thursday, liberal Chattanooga Mayor Tim Kelly announced that he plans to run for a second term in 2025. At this point, Kelly still has a year and a half left in his mayoral term, even though Chattanooga City elections are technically nonpartisan. During his time as mayor, Kelly has supported left-leaning political operations and efforts to convert Chattanooga into a quote-unquote smart city, uh, as well as mocking the death of conservative radio personality uh, Rush Limbaugh. 
Uh, back in 2018, uh, the mayor helped launch Unify Ed, a left-leaning political operation that has since supported Kelly's political uh, efforts. And, you know, here's the other thing about Mayor Kelly. He will not police crime. And that is my biggest issue. I moved out of Chattanooga in the Brainerd area. And I, have a, I had a building I sold off of Ross Boulevard and a house I've sold now. Because of the littering, the loitering, the panhandling, the public intoxication, uh, the, the, the just piles, epically large piles of trash in Chattanooga. Where they just, when I, 10 years ago, if you were walking up and down the road and you looked like you were out of your gourd, and drunk, look, they send you down to the drunk tank, right? You could not have in a million years have piled up massive piles of trash and slept under a bridge or slept in a parking lot or, you know, they're having this economic development meeting here in Chattanooga where they're all mad because there's not been a lot of economic development in Brainerd. And they think that it's because the Chamber of Commerce and the city won't invest or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's because businesses and people are leaving this corridor in Chattanooga and downtown peripheral areas where they're not, you know, except for the touristy parts, which they police pretty well. People are just leaving because the quality of life issues are completely unaddressed. And in this respect, Tim Kelly on the crime issue has been an utter failure. Utter failure. Despite local news outlets um, being, quote, uh, building a competitive regional economy under Kelly's slew of accomplishments in February 2021, Kelly actually moved his personal business, Southern Honda Power Sports, out of Chattanooga so he could get some tax money. The relocation of his business to East Ridge, Kelly was able to pocket more than $1.9 million while costing the city of Chattanooga around $5.3 million in tax revenue over the following, 2020, uh, following 22 years. So even Kelly knows that you need to leave Chattanooga with your own business. Kelly won't even stay in Chattanooga, but he wants to govern it. While these things took place uh, before Kelly took to office and stepped in his role as mayor during the term, Kelly has supported efforts to convert Chattanooga into a smart city uh, known as the One Chattanooga Plan or the Climate Action Plan. The Climate Action Plan, which they, you know, I, I had some people that had some meetings with the city and they said, well, we don't think we're going to accomplish any of this, but we just, we just want the federal money. Taking money for things that you don't intend to do is both dishonest and corrupt. That's just my opinion. The idea is to create a 15-minute city structure using the same technology China uses to monitor and control its population. That's going to be great. That's what I want to see come to the town I used to live in that's right down the road. If re-elected in 2025, Kelly would serve his second and final term, and Chattanooga mayor are limited to two four-year terms. So luckily, they're going to, they're going to destroy it four years at a time. Uh, as we elect more and more liberals to ruin uh, what used to be called the scenic city. We used to call it the scenic city because it's so beautiful. Chattanooga is absolutely beautiful. But under Tim Kelly, there ain't nothing scenic about it. It's ugly. It's dirty, and it's unsafe. It is. I mean, there's some nice things to go see and do, and I still love my city, but I just watch the leadership turn a blind eye to all the all the slow, steady decline of quality of life issues in Tennessee and the lack of policing. Whenever you see that stuff, that is the harbinger of decay. When you go down Brainerd Road, when you go down downtown and somebody's on every corner, 
drugged out of their mind, begging people for money with piles of trash around them. And then, then there's like other piles of trash all over the place and graffiti every place. And then if you call the police, they don't, they don't ever prosecute any of the ordinances that are on the books for that stuff. That is like, that is, that is the harbinger for, that's the canary in the coal mine. Things are going to go downhill and, uh, Tim Kelly's going to stand on the gas. That's what I think. Guys, those are the big seven. I did ramble on a little bit. I had some things I had to get off my chest. I hope you enjoyed this. What am I doing this weekend? What's the Lewis family getting into? I'm going to be working on this Conservative Candidates Academy. i got a lot of work to do. I want to practice my presentations. Make sure I cover the most important things. I've got a limited amount of time. You know, I, could, I could spend a lot more time talking about the topics that I'm going to cover. But I'm going to hit the most important parts and give people educational resources to do the rest. So that's what I'm going to be kind of caught up with that. I hope I can do some chores around the house. My, my wife's going to go out of town, I think, for one evening and take the kids to go see, uh, see a cousin that's about to go uh, off to London, I do believe, uh, in Atlanta. So it's kind of like a see you later party. I'm going to stay at home. i got to stay at home. i got stuff to do. But with everything I got to do work-wise, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I got a garage that looks like a disaster area because I moved my offices and some things just had to be slung in there because I couldn't sell them or get rid of them quick enough. Boy, I want to get rid of some stuff. I'm going to get rid of this stuff. I'm going to get to church for the love of God. That's what I mean, for the love of God. I'm going to get to church this weekend because I have been out of town. I don't like listening. I don't like watching the services. I want to be at the services. There's a big difference. So it is my plan to go do that. I'm going to try to get to the gym. Um, I think I have somebody coming over. I don't remember. I've not planned this weekend very well, to be honest. And now I'm sitting here talking to you, and I remember the fact that I forgot to go pick up my 72 Chevy Blazer at the mechanics, and now they're closed. See, these are the things that run through my mind while I'm doing this podcast. Guys, I've enjoyed talking to you. Uh, there's been a lot of weirdness going on in Tennessee politics uh, as we drift down from this uh, special session where everything got heated and the Democrats and the liberal media basically got everything they wanted. And that was to make Republicans look like a big, huge pile of unprincipled idiots. And they did a great job of it. <laughs> oh, I was talking to... To somebody who is in the legislature, and I, I text back and forth and talk to tons of people that are in the legislature because of the nature of what I do covering the news up there. Friendly ones, right? Which aren't many because we don't really have many conservatives up there. And I was talking about the special session, and, I, and this member was just livid that, that it had ever happened, that he had to go through with it. And I just told him, I said, it just amazes me that Bill Lee would throw so many people and the Republican Party just under the bus over and over again. Like with no thought to the outcome, the politics of it, the results of it, the desires of the Republican primary voters that send those people up there, their livelihood, their convenience, you know, because I mean, it's hard being up there at the Capitol if you've got a job or if you've got a business because it, it sucks up a bunch of time. And in the summer, people have got plans. They need to get back to work. They need to get back to their families. And here's old Billy, knowing that nothing's going to come of it. He's gonna, we're just going to call it so that nothing can happen and everybody can be uh, ridiculed 24-7 by the liberal media. 
I can't just can't believe it. And then I watch people that are in Republican leadership in the House, and especially the House here lately, and, and some in the Senate, like just brown-nosing Bill Lee. I'm talking like just a whole face. Like, you know, like they'd fallen in a mud puddle, politically speaking. And I'm like, I wouldn't stand up for that lying sack of you-know-what for nothing. Bill Lee has broken his word more times than he's kept it. Trust us. Why? You look at your record. Look at your record. There is no trust. I mean, the only people that really trust Republicans in this state that are conservative are the folks that, that don't keep up with the news. That's it. That's all they got left. It is the uninformed public. And it is our job here at the Tennessee Conservative News to inform people. And we're the only news organization that does it without fear and without favor. A lot of people say they do things without fear and without favor, but they, they do neither. But we do <laughs> here at the Tennessee Conservative News. And every time you go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, freedom rings a little louder in Tennessee, and there's more truth out there. And we find more and more people, and we wake more and more people up, and people vote differently because they understand that what is being promised on the campaign trail is not what's being delivered in Nashville or the courthouse. So guys, do help us. P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Brandon Lewis here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your words of encouragement and your prayers. I'll see you next week at the Big 7. Take care.